4: Let me get a couple things out of the way first. I know we're a couple minutes late here in the 4 o'clock hour. I'll give you the stock market report that's sponsored by Miami Lakes Auto Mall. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Big day on Wall Street. S&P 500 closes at a brand new record. S&P 500 is up over 105 points. That's a 2% rise. More than that for the day. Dow Jones up 456 points and the NASDAQ up almost 3% today, up 460 points. So a big day on Wall Street. Give you a little cat talk as well. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius. Essential energy drinks the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans is going to join us this hour from Raleigh. We'll talk some Panthers hockey with him. But the Panthers, they've won six in a row. They've won nine of their last 10. Um, they're in Carolina tonight. You're going to hear the game here on 560 WQAM. The Hurricanes, by the way, have won three in a row and eight of their last 10. Uh, Panthers will then return home for three games. Saturday, they host Washington, Tuesday they host Buffalo and Thursday they host Montreal so you can catch some Panthers hockey they are looking damn good they will be home for three games at the Amarant Bank Arena in the beautiful city of Sunrise, Florida and I'll give you a quick 15 minutes of heat as well um obviously the uh all-Star break has come to an end as of tonight. 15 Minutes of Heat is brought to you by Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. Start the new year in a new ride with no payments for 90 days. Kendall Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram.com. The Heat will open the second half of their season with four games on the road. Tomorrow night they're in New Orleans and I'm sure Dan Day will be torn rooting for his heat and his Pelicans on the same night. And uh, Monday, they'll be in Sacramento, Tuesday in Portland, Thursday in Denver. Remember that game in Portland Tuesday. That should have been one of the biggest games of the season with Dame Lillard returning to Portland as a member of the Miami Heat. But obviously, that did not happen. That's one of the things we talked about with Clay Ferrero earlier in the, uh, in the show, in the 2 o'clock hour. All right, we got all that stuff out of the way, but he'll be back in action tomorrow night. And uh, you will hear the game here on 560. We get all that out of the way. Doug Plagans is going to join us this hour. Let us begin the 4 o'clock hour with headlines and our own Daniel Day.
0: They're brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. We haven't touched on this yet today. Appreciate Jimmy sending me the text earlier. Tim Anderson has signed with the Marlins one year around $5 million.
4: Yeah, that actually is a big signing, not necessarily based on what he's done recently, because he hasn't been great as of late, but a uh, big name and uh, one mil, uh, one year, five million dollars, uh, maybe, you know, maybe they're overpaying a little bit, but uh, could make a decent short stop if he gets back to his, uh, his form from uh, a few seasons ago.
0: Yeah, he's former batting champion. He batted 245 last year. Yeah, rough year last year. Jose Ramirez got the best of him in a fist of cuffs on the field.
4: Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would never say that to his face, but the Marlins The Marlins did need uh, they had a need for stops, so he does obviously fill that need.
4: Yeah, that fight was one of the more memorable things that happened during baseball season last year. That's one of the things that sticks in my mind from baseball season.
0: <laughs> it's also kind of filling the gap from um, Jorge Soler leaving the team. So That is true. That should be cool. We'll see. Inter-Miami, they did start the season off on a good foot, winning 2-0 over Real Salt Lake. Both Messi and Suarez had an assist. The Herons are in L.A. to face the L.A. Galaxy Sunday at 8.30. All right, very good. Spring training baseball has begun. You've got the Dodgers and the Padres playing right now, but no Shohei Ohtani. He is still recovering from elbow surgery. Of course, our Marlins, they start their spring training official games this coming Saturday, 1 o'clock against the Cardinals in Jupiter.
4: I didn't even realize that it was underway as of today. Can you, uh, can you wager on spring training baseball?
0: That'd be dangerous. It's 8 nothing right now. Dodgers are ahead of uh,
4: the Padres. I don't know. Let me see here trying to find out, Crowder, if you can wager on spring training baseball. But That's got to be a hard to, bet. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't... Uh, let's see.
2: I don't want it. I don't want No. Nah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> World Series awards and stuff. I, I bet maybe as it gets, you know, more into spring... Like, it would be so hard on a day like today. But maybe, maybe the last couple of games of spring training. Certainly, sp- like exhibition baseball you'll be able to yeah like when when you get like a week out say from the season like i just think there's too many there's too well what do
2: i know i just football wise you can bet on preseason games
4: yeah i guess i don't know i don't know exhibition baseball i mean there's spring training like this but the ones that are more meaningful when you actually know who's out there rather than you know the games here at the beginning where i i would be hard pre- i was thinking about going saturday up to uh jupiter and but then i'm like will I, I i and like will i recognize anybody
2: i don't even know probably not
0: it's very early i'll tell you
2: i'll tell you from a from a from a standpoint and i'm old i retired 13 years ago but yeah we, we the starters really don't take those games that serious let
4: me see here there's anybody from the Marlins in the uh, Cy Young uh, conversation here for betting, this is just for fun. Ooh, Jesus Lizardo's supposed to be our ace this year. Yeah, I'm uh, scrolling down.
0: (laughs) It's going to be a while. Way down.
2: Sandy won it a couple years ago. Yeah,
0: but he's got Tommy John surgery. He's not playing this year.
2: uh, Mm. Let's see. Shohan Otani yeah. had some surgery and I saw him on ESPN this morning. Shohan. Is that what you're sticking with? <laughs> Shohan Otani. I'm from Georgia. Right. Yeah, Shohan. He's not playing
0: today because of that shoulder the elbow surgery.
4: Shohan Otani. Shohan Otani. Yeah. Nah, just a few <laughs> baseball futures, but nothing uh
0: nothing exciting. Well, the NBA does resume tonight after the All-Star break. One of the highlighted games, Lakers-Warriors. But, unfortunately, no LeBron James. He has a bad ankle.
4: Oh, I didn't realize he wasn't playing tonight. Yep. Hmm. Tennis World. As long as I have the app open. Let me take a look at
2: that. (laughs) Uh, Let me get my phone. Uh Uh-oh. I got to go in. He takes off. (laughs)
0: There you go. Just getting his phone, do a little gambling. Keep knocking everything over. Keep that heater going.
2: It's That's good. good. <laughs> Y'all right? got a new mic. It's big.
4: <laughs> where, huh? are you, where, are you, where are you keeping it? Around your wrist, <laughs> hanging around
2: everything. It's a big mic. It's a Warriors snowball.
4: are six point favorites tonight over the Lakers.
0: Ooh, that, that's a 9-10 matchup in the West. The Lakers are 9 and the Warriors are 10.
4: Yeah. I'm still interested. It's probably, to me, the most interesting game on the docket tonight. Let's see. Boston, Chicago, Houston, New Orleans. So, New Orleans, when the Heat play New Orleans tomorrow, Pelicans will be on the second night of a back-to-back.
2: I
0: got the but Heat winning.
2: Means, yeah. Maybe yeah. That. Man, there's no way Zion Williamson plays well on back-to-backs. Come on, man. <laughs> he can play well on baby-backs.
0: <laughs> I like how you said it, and then it sunk in that it was really, really funny and started laughing about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I just. It's a good joke. I have won this argument with Zion so far. He's going to have some good so games. Far. But so he's far. just He's just. He's, a lot of time left. Hmm. A lot of calories left, too. <laughs> a lot of time.
0: <laughs> Did you guys hear about this? The Tennis World's men's and women's number ones, Novak Djokovic and Iga Swatek, are listed as they are going to play at the Miami Open, which runs March 17th through the 31st. Oh, all right,
4: that's cool. I heard that's I'll a great event. There. I bet yeah, you will is. be there. I know your daughter's Man. a big tennis player.
2: She we She's in homeschool now. Playing tennis seven hours a day, and she goes to school for four hours. Mm. I'm I'm trying to get this cocoa golf going, man.
0: Mm -hmm. She won at Dubai yesterday. Good luck. I was going to say, Crowder, I'll meet you out there at the tennis in the middle of the day, do some day drinking, but it it seems like you might have your family with you, so it's probably.
2: (laughs) It's fine. We can do some day drinking. All right. right. I heard it's a good event, man. That tennis is slow. Oh. I don't don't know what's going on. Game, match, set. They have all kinds of stuff going on. It lasts forever. I get yelled at at my daughter's tennis matches because you're not allowed to talk to them. But I'm like, I'm not a coach. I could just scream, "Let's go, Ava!" And then next, time, my daughter, my daughter doesn't like you talking to your daughter. <laughs> Lady, you better get out my face. How about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, recently, college football the playoffs did approve a five plus seven format for a twelve team format, but now they're discussing in the possibility of the future of having fourteen teams entering the playoff
4: more the better as far as i'm concerned
2: <laughs> just i'm with you hog but just stop chasing money like do 12 the top four the top four have buys the next eight play each other and then you go into the semi-final or quarterfinals like it just 12 is perfect
4: 14 better Sixteen's better than that Eighteen's better than that we have a funny thing when it comes to leagues we go we always go oh this is just a money grab yeah well, good, but that that's what we're all doing. You're doing a whole media tour this weekend because you're chasing money doing comedy and seasonings. Like everybody's chasing money. Like I, I have a, this we, we have this weird thing where we stand on ceremony when it comes to, you know, the college football playoffs. Well, listen, twelve is okay. If you add it to fourteen, now you're just doing it for money. Of
2: course they're doing it for money. What else are they doing it for? Who wants to see the twenty eighth best team play? I watched the basketball tournament. There's sixty-eight teams. I know, I it. and it's terrible and there's and it's like, it's not teams terrible because you what? don't
4: get a you go you don't get a run like FAU to the Final Four last year if you don't have it being wide open Hawk, to teams that aren't these blue blood programs. Hawk, you
2: have to you have Did to you just cap say it? March Madness is terrible. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> but but Hawk, you have to you have to you have to cap it though. There's that there, there we had we had it was two at one point we had a damn computer deciding to be BC, what BCS deciding who the two best teams are to play against each other then we went to four now we go to twelve now we're gonna go to twenty four thirty six forty eight seven hundred and sixteen like why play a regular me. season doesn't bother it, me it, it bothers me you you have to max you have to you have to cap it at something and I think twelve is the cap
0: also be playing football year round too.
2: I, Yo, who's got a problem with that? N- me. It's against my argument, but I don't either. <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: Canes basketball team. They got beat really bad by Duke last night. That's really all there is to
4: say about that. Listen, Canes could be in the tournament if they opened it to 365 teams.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we made it. <laughs>
0: On <laughs> the weather from the Mesmondover Law Firm, your accident attorneys.com. Free consultations 24 7 at 866 954 M O R E. It is in the low 70s, mostly sunny, with no chance of rain tomorrow, though. It is supposed to get a little more cloudy here in South Florida.
4: Yeah, it is a good looking day out there. Uh, Doug Plagans is with the Florida Panthers in Raleigh. And they got the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. So he's going to join us in the next segment. Panthers are red hot. They are the best team in the NHL right now. So we'll check in with Plagans in the next segment. And today's chili day. We'll see if Plagans has a take on chili. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show.
3: Shake
2: what your mama gave you. Hawk and Crowder.
4: All right, here is Doug Plagans on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms, Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Doug Plagans, radio voice for your red hot Florida Panthers crowd. I mean, this team is Mm -hmm. hot. (laughs) Hey, rolling, baby. They face Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Doug is in Raleigh. Hurricanes are playing well uh, as well. Hello, Plagans. What's going on, guys? Thanks for
1: having me. How's the weather in Raleigh? It's actually really pleasant as
4: far as the weather goes here in Raleigh.
1: Usually that's to be expected, uh, especially around uh, around this
4: time of the year here. All right, so let's talk a little, Panthers. Is the league and national media starting to take notice of what's going on with the Panthers as of late? Uh, I believe uh, I believe they are I've uh, heard plenty of uh, quote- unquote experts and
1: various uh, you know various uh, media folks uh, really highlighting what this panthers team has done lately I think they're recognized across the board as a contender no doubt about it and we knew that uh, we knew that coming into the year we've seen what they've been building even dating back to last season and Uh, This team is rolling along once again, and tonight you have two of the hottest teams in the league, the Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Panthers won 10 out of 11. Carolina comes in 8-2-0 in their last 10 games. Both teams are on win streaks, and obviously both teams met in the Eastern Conference Final last spring, so there's a history between the two teams. The last time the Panthers played a game here at PNC Arena that counted, it was game two of that uh, conference final series, which, of course, the Panthers won to take a 2-0 lead in the series. So there's history between these two teams. They're both playing well. Both teams are contenders once again. But to answer your question, absolutely, uh, folks uh, across the entire hockey world are taking note of what the Panthers are up to right now.
2: Doug, but is it a surprise? Like, they went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. I know they lost, but they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Like, is it a surprise that the Panthers are this good?
1: I don't see it as a surprise. I expected this team, uh, I mean, we talked about it a lot last spring, you know, second half of last year, uh, you know, going back, uh, you know, a couple of seasons. We expected this team was going to be a contender and remain a contender for a number of years to come, and that's exactly the the situation that they're in right now. And if you look at the immediate standings, the Panthers and the Boston Bruins, they've been flip-flopping atop the Atlantic division here over the last a handful of days and the Panthers tonight if they can get two points stand another opportunity to jump over Boston once again for not only the top record in the Atlantic but the top record in the Eastern Conference so uh, no I don't think anybody's surprised by what this team's been able to pull off but uh, getting back to what, what Hawk asked yes they, they are getting national recognition and um, I think people are like I said even more than they have at any point taking note of what this Panthers team's Uh, able to accomplish and I think looking we've talked about this too right here on this show but um, looking at the Panthers, the lineup, you knock on wood, the way things are right now uh, I view the Panthers as having the best roster uh, at least on the Eastern Conference side and and maybe the most balanced roster in the National Hockey League. I just think uh, a huge credit goes to Bill Zito and his team for the for the roster, they they were able to assemble the talent they've been able to identify, and uh, and of course to Paul Maurice and the coaching staff for the position they put this team in. Uh, they're getting contributions from across the board. If you point to this, you know every aspect of the game, the Panthers have been able to find success, whether it be five on five, various ends of special teams. The goaltending's been great when needed. So uh, so again, the the Panthers right now, they've put themselves into the contending mix, no doubt about it.
4: What makes them so special? I think last season we pointed at Matthew Kachuk and he was kind of the 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 driver of everything, and it was really fun to watch. Is it just Paul Maurice and his style of hockey? Is it the fact that uh, Anthony Stolars has been great when he needs to come in for Bobrovsky? Is it Sam Reinhardt? Like what 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 makes them so special right now?
1: I think if you're looking at it on the uh, if you're looking at it from you know through a through a wide lens, I think the first thing that you would notice about this team is first of all the balance the roster construction, like I said, Bill Zitos put together a great roster, and Paul maurice uh, and the coaching staff have them going um there's an attitude about this team if you watch them there's uh, a healthy a healthy swagger about this team. And they've got a belief, and we saw that really build over last season. It's a group of guys that genuinely enjoy being around each other on the ice and off the ice. And you know, that kind of that kind of chemistry lends itself to success. But there's a balance about the team. They have uh, they have a real jam to their game. They're not afraid to get into any kind of style that anybody wants to play. They can score, they can defend. And they can hold up their end of the bargain if somebody wants to try and push them around. That doesn't usually work out too well. So there are a lot of different elements to this team's attack on a night-to-night basis, and they're getting contribution from across the board. I think that just goes back to the point of the the balance. But not only can this team score when they need to, but they also can defend. And I tell you what, there there are two things over the course of a over the course of a season. There are a couple things that I think really stand out, and that are really big tells when you want to see what a team is truly capable of and whether or not what they're doing is able to translate to postseason success. And for the Panthers at five on five, their goal differential at five on five is really good. There are some teams that, you know, they're middle of the road at five on five, but uh, you know, when they get on the power play, they're really dangerous. You can't, you can't just rely on a power play to take you to a to a championship of the National Hockey League. You've got to be more balanced than that. The Panthers are great on the power play. They have a really good penalty kill. They're top uh, six in the league in both of those departments, but they're also really good at five-on-five. The other thing is, and this is something that's on the line tonight that's been well documented, the Panthers are attempting tonight to be the third team in the history of the National Hockey League to win 12 straight road games. When you can win on the road in the National Hockey League, it tells me that you're not overly matchup reliant. Uh, Some teams have great home records. And some teams really depend on being able to have the luxury of that last change and get the matchup that they want when they're at home. The Panthers can certainly make things tough on the opposition when they are able to be on home ice and get the matchup they're looking for. And for, you know, for example, put Barkov out there against the team's the other team's best offensive line. There's no doubt that they they like having that luxury. But the Panthers are able to do what they what they can do on the road. What they have done on the road. Because they they do have depth, they do have balance. So I think when you look at it, it's uh, it's the fact that this roster really doesn't have any holes. But uh, also, like I said, they're they're great at five on five and they're great on the road, and those two things can translate to postseason success.
2: And Doug um, Hawk actually talked about Stola, Stolares, who I was you know I was going to bring up, but are we are we I want to say better in net pretty much this year because I know Spencer Knight and Lyon last year, and I think Detroit gave Lyon a bunch of money. But, like, are we better in that? Bob's our ace. Bob's a $10 million goalie. But then this year, Stolarz is coming up. Are we better in that this year than last year?
1: Right now, they're just really balanced.
2: Sergey Bobrovsky's been outstanding
1: from the get-go. And the thing with Anthony Stolarz, I mean, this is a guy who's a – he's a season pro, and that's not an easy job when you, you know, might go seven or ten days between starts, something like that. If the Panthers don't have any back-to-backs, you know, maybe Sergey Bobrovsky – just rolls with it for a while right now the the workload uh, difference 41 games played to 17 for Anthony Stolars but a lot of credit goes to Anthony Stolars because to be able to have yourself ready when your number's called every single night to be able to be in a backup goaltender means you're out there uh, you know you're out there late at practice a lot of times you're practicing with with uh, the guys making sure everybody's getting their shots in stuff like that um it's a, it's an important job and it's one that uh again it's it's chal- there are challenges to being uh, being really good in that role and Anthony Stolars has has been outstanding and uh, the numbers don't lie and his uh, his last start That game in Buffalo during the last road trip was a 45-save shutout. So he's come up with some big-time performances, and it's been great to see. And uh, Like I said, just uh, just getting back to it, I think this team's just been, like I said, incredibly balanced. And the other thing that they have organizationally is, as you mentioned, they do have a handful of guys in the organization, not just the guys at the National Hockey League level who are capable goaltenders. And as we saw last year, as we've seen with, for example, Vegas – Uh, teams across the National Hockey League are showing that you need to have goaltending depth in your organization. For the Panthers, that's a position of strength, no
4: question. Hey, Plagans, I was in New York for a few days, so I wasn't watching the games because I was out and about, but I was getting push notifications during that Tampa game, and it was like, goal, 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 goal. Was that any kind of statement game, or was that just one of those wild games where everything seems to be going right? Well, they did have a lot going right. There's no doubt about it. And going on the road
1: anywhere and winning by that score is tough to do. Um, you know, it, to be able to walk, but to be able to walk into Tampa who went into that game with one of the best road, or I should say home records in the national hockey league. And to do that to them, um, I don't know. Here's what I would take away from that. Was game. it and Vasilevsky what, what, in net, by the way? Yes. Vasilevsky was in net for that game. Uh, and he ultimately got hooked after two, um, and in speaking with Paul Maurice about that game, what he liked the most about it, he thought his team played uh, a really mature game overall, because sometimes when you get into a game and you get that kind of lead, maybe human nature creeps in and you, you deviate from, you deviate from the plan a little bit because you have that disparity on the scoreboard. And, you know, as some would say, like the the risk profile isn't quite the same because you do have a significant advantage, but the Panthers maintain structure and really just kept doing what they were doing the whole game and it was it was to, to echo what Paul Maurice said um, you know it was a really mature game and you know maybe they they when you're when you're playing a game like that there's no question when you score nine in the national hockey league um you're creating a break or two for yourself i am a firm believer you create your own luck you create your own breaks the panthers were the better team in that game and they deserved the uh the significant victory that they got but uh, the panthers were able to maintain that, uh, that structure and maturity in their game throughout. And, you know, didn't let it didn't let any bad habits creep in because of the score that got on the board.
2: And Doug, speaking of that, like you just said, they will be the third team to win 12 in a row. Like they're doing historic stuff. If they were to win the third team ever to do it, it's like, it's Paul Maurice. Like, is he up for coach of the year? Are there any superlatives right now that you can look at the Panthers and say, this guy needs to be in this conversation?
1: He absolutely should be in the uh, in the discussion for that, and uh, I believe last night on uh, on TNT's panel during their national uh, doubleheader, um, that was one of the one of the items that was getting uh, getting tossed around. There are certainly uh, multiple well deserving candidates in the league, but his name is absolutely one that should be on that list as far as uh, contenders for the NHL's Coach of the Youth Jack Adams Award. So um, there's he's done an out an outstanding job, and to see again uh, you know over the course of last year and into this year his systems take hold and and the uh you know the the total buy-in across the board from the players it's been great to see and and the results don't lie uh you know look at what this team has been able to accomplish here going back to going back to last season
4: Doug Plagans is in Raleigh so uh where are you eating in Raleigh is there any more special no, they have lots of good food here. Yeah, the uh, the media the media meal is always one of the best in the
1: league here. So I'm excited for that. No, uh, come on, North restaurant.
4: Hour, I'm talking so. restaurants, not the uh, not the on, arena. Well, I don't want to. Well, the, the media meal here is
1: outstanding. I'll uh, Credit where it's due. They do a great job here uh, at the uh, PNC Arena in Raleigh with that. But uh, let's see. So today my my folks my folks visited they were having an early dinner on the, and they're going to the game tonight um and after morning skate knowing that i was going to enjoy the the media meal um i you know i went to one of the crowd pleasers i went over to chick-fil-a right by the right by the hotel and it was outstanding
2: hmm interesting, interesting.
4: chick-fil-a i don't know what, what the barbecue here's Raleigh... really good yeah is there is there any um like fast food that we don't have? Like, do they have any in and outs or Whataburger? Or, uh... So what they have here in the
1: Carolinas um, is a, a chain, a burger chain called Cookout. And when I visit my folks cookout. here, right. I, yep. I frequent Cookout. They have it, I believe, as far north. I've looked at the the location map uh, as far north as lexington kentucky i believe is the footprint of cookout they've got it in tennessee they've got it in the carolinas they've got it into georgia there are none in florida to my knowledge yet but it's really good uh you, you, it's it's outstanding and i would highly recommend it anybody driving through the south um if you find a cookout uh it's a, it's a good place to go but they do have those in this area and uh when i visit my parents in the carolinas i go there they also have you know there's a lot of boat bojangles Zaxby's, um, you know, those places
4: too. I was uh, I've spent the last five nights in New York. Now, is there any place in New York? Obviously, we went to some fancy restaurants, but I have to go Mm -hmm. get Famous Ray's Original uh, for a slice of Za. And there's nothing like, and again, I'm a fan of Chicago pizza, but I like New York Slice when I'm in New York, and I got to go to Famous Ray's Original. You can go to Original Ray's you can go to Ray's Famous. I go to Famous Ray's Original uh, because I want to know that I'm getting the best.
1: I've been to Ray's.
4: It's really good. I love New York pizza.
1: I, I used to I used to really love Chicago-style pizza, and now I'm just kind of okay with it. Um, New York-style pizza is my favorite. New York-style pizza is one of my favorites. I, And it's not just because I'm from there, but I do think Detroit-style pizza might be the best if I'm going mm-hmm. with a, a geographical style of pizza. But uh, but I, I would take New York style pizza over Chicago pizza and and there's there's not much better than an authentic good piece of New York pizza in New York.
4: Yeah, there's something about it there's something about eating it in New York. I mean there's just it's like such a wide variety of people it's just like, you know, a neon light, ninety-nine cents slice in the window. I don't know. There's something about it that makes it uh, <laughs> makes it special. But well, will you stop at a, uh, a corner street cart? Will you get, say, um, uh, a falafel or a pretzel or a hot dog from the uh, the corner uh, cart?
1: Now you know. You know that. I mean, I would eat uh, shawarma, rice, pita, hummus. You know, tahini, all that stuff. I would eat it every single day of my life. But I am generally not eating from the carts, and it's nothing against the carts. I just want to have a place to sit. Mm. I want to have, you know, I want to be able to maybe get refills. I just I want to have a place to sit down. And to me, and I'm not a big to-go guy, as we've discussed. Right. And when you eat at the cart, to-go is your only option. That's just not – that's just typically – when I'm having a meal, that's out how cart. I want to enjoy, I want to make it a relaxing experience as much as I can, and there's just nowhere to do that if you get your food from a
4: cart. I would like to see you ask one of the guys at the cart for a refill. <laughs>
1: I, just want to... yeah, I, don't, I don't think they offer such a
2: luxury. <laughs> I was going to make my point, Hawk. Those cart guys aren't that pleasant. They're just trying to get their yeah. money and get the you food. You got to get in. You got
4: to get out. I mean, yeah. they got a wide variety of offering at the carts now. Like, uh,
1: But I, one, I of the, one of the surprised.
2: famous ones,
1: one of the famous carts is Halal Guys, which now has yes. uh, franchise locations
4: across the country. Do you know there was about a two-hour line at the Halal Guys cart that i walked past i believe it was on fifth avenue maybe like fifth and 52nd um it was about a two hour line i could not believe it it's uh it's good stuff they have it and they have one in davie right there at 595 at university i, I go there uh, i go
2: there pretty often what's a halal
1: it's
4: like halal? the euro or the chicken and they give it to you with the rice and it's it's really good oh okay um, but I think it's also like like if you create if you cook something that's kosher, uh, it's you know like the style of cooking halal. It's a style, yeah, yeah, halal is a style. Let me look uh, and see what the actual uh, definition.
2: Yeah, I've is. seen it. I've seen it. As, as, I know it's green, green. Yeah,
4: halal halal is a dietary law derived from Islamic teachings, meaning lawful or permitted. So it's almost like the uh, Islamic version of kosher. But halal covers a, a lot of ground. And, and so I know for food that is halal, just about anybody can eat halal. We're learning on
1: the program today.
4: <laughs> if, you can't, uh, if you can't learn at least one thing from this show on a daily basis, then something is wrong. Uh, real quickly because we got to wrap things up, and you can hear the Panthers game tonight right here on five hundred and sixty WQAM. Plagans will be on the call. Today is National Chili Day. I know we've covered this with you before, but are you a big chili guy?
1: No, uh, I don't like. I'm not a. I don't eat. I'm not a bean guy. If there's mm. beans in it, I'm not eating it. So right. uh, the only kind of beans I like are jelly beans. So I'm not. Uh, there are a lot. There's a lot of chili that's immediately just like off the list for me because i don't really like beans but i like chili as a sauce and i like it at the you know a lot of the detroit coney islands will use it as a sauce uh, on like a coney dog or on a loose burger or something like that that's good if there's no beans in it Unfortunately, at a lot of the detroit coney islands that i grew up with they don't put beans in the chili and you know i'm not a soup guy so there's no way i'm sitting there eating a bowl of it so to me it's uh, it's something that's got to be a sauce on a select few
4: items or Taco
1: Bell mm. used to have the chili cheese burrito.
4: That was pretty good. Interesting, because a lot of the hot dog carts, you know, they do offer a chili dog. But man, I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm like, hey, you got to build up that callus. Uh, to quote Chad Johnson, you get to New York, build up that callus. Have a slice or have a hot dog. I have a rough time. I, has anyone ordered a chili dog at one of these carts? No, I, no. Now there's millions of people in New York walking the streets all the time. You, yeah, you that seems like go, a big mess waiting to happen. That's a big mess waiting to happen. Forget about what's going on inside, but just even just on the outside, a hot dog covered in chili. Have you ever heard of someone ordering that at one of these carts? No, and, and a part of it is that a lot of these places, I, I feel like a lot of
1: times, that depending on what, how significant the chili dog you're getting is, that could be a knife and fork operation. Hmm. Uh, and carrying that, you're you're gonna dump. I would imagine you're gonna dump half that chili on the sidewalk. Yeah, without
2: question. Yeah, I was just at Disney. Their their hot dog option, and you couldn't get. I asked the lady. I was like, just give me a normal hot dog. She was like, no. It was a hot dog with queso cheese dip, Ooh. jalapenos, oh, 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 oh. and tortilla strips. Ooh, that sounds wow. delicious. A little it crunch. Was dis- it was disgusting.
4: Ooh, I want one of those right now
2: it was $14. unfortunately i was going to say I, for one why was there an installment plan on that <laughs> oh yeah i'm still. i'm going to pay it off till my kids get out of college
4: that's what i told my wife when we got back i said we have to go on a food and a monetary diet after five <laughs> nights in new york
2: oh, lots
4: of lots of cutting back calories and money <laughs> all right ug blagans will be on the call tonight here on 560 WQAM Panthers and Hurricanes puck drops when? 7 or 7.30 tonight, Doug?
1: 7 o'clock. So we're got, we're on the air at 7, and we're going to be dropping the puck shortly thereafter.
4: All right, very good. Have a good call tonight, Plagans. Thank you very much for having me, guys. There you go, Doug Plagans. He will be on the call tonight. You will hear the game on this very radio station. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I can't tell if I'm a kingpin or a pauper.